Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 112, Halo Call of Gears. It's Gears of War, but yet it's red versus blue, but there's no plasma grenades, so it's not a Halo game, and I can have a skin kind, but it's not Call of Duty, but it's not Gears. March- they must have done the fusion dance. March 23rd, 2013. Happy birthday, Mom! is another episode of our podcast so welcome back that was a horrible start yeah i know it was well i was trying something new and it just didn't work so next episode i'll have to try something else (laughs) all right so with me this week is patrick what it do and i am your host jeremy i don't know why i said that with an accent but we're off to a roaring start on this episode it's really not like accent sound more like bad english (laughs) (laughs) that too uh, so some uh, little uh, podcast news. First things first, we are, if you have not figured it out, we are currently running a contest with Celeste Anderson, the king of the nerds. Uh, basically, it's it's not a contest, it's a giveaway. Well, I guess it's a contest, because we are going to um, judge people. Uh, I will have linked to the full page in the show notes, but to give a little information about it, you will, to enter, you have to like or follow us on Facebook and or Twitter. Like or follow Celeste on Facebook and or Twitter. And then leave a message somewhere where we can get to it that, that says what being a nerd means to you. Even um, best, so that way at least we'll be all in one area. Well, yeah, but some people, I actually... Um, G- podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I, I, I would prefer if it was either emailed to us or um, commented on the... Or hell, a message on our uh, send us a direct message on our Facebook page. Yeah, Twitter is the probably the worst place to try to get it to us. Um, you don't got enough space to write. Yeah, on on either our Facebook page, our email, or on the website itself are the best ways. Uh, but really, as long as it, you let us know, um, it'll be considered for the prize. There's going to be five, five prizes, and uh, we're actually working on a grand prize. And um, any of the uh, five winners of the regular prizes will still be eligible for the grand prize. So don't think that you know entering late might give you a better chance of the grand prize. Everybody who enters, even if you've won, will be available or not available, but eligible for the grand prize. There you go. And with that, that is about it for podcast news. So we're gonna move into right into what we've been playing. Hell, what we've been playing. And I'm gonna tell you. It's been two weeks since I did a podcast, and it's been over two weeks since I played a game. You haven't played anything? Nothing. You think you'd have plenty of time with your illness? Well, I've been doing a lot of reading, a lot of uh, Doctor Whoing. Boo. <laughs> and also, um, Boo. also, I've been really concentrating on, on getting that job. I've had to run a lot of errands and stuff. Been out a lot the last couple of days. Even feeling a little sick still. Um, I so think you just, need to like go to like UC Berkeley or something and have them experiment on you and find out why you're sick. Uh, you're, I mean, it's easier to count the days you're not sick in the year. Dude, compared to- I'm usually sick twice a year. <laughs> For like fucking six months each? No. Usually I'm sick at the very beginning of this uh, cold season and very end. Ugh. And but this year I've been, I've that's, been our- that's according to you. Let's get the group of friends together and see if we can change that because just it, because we I all- used to tell people just because I used to tell them I was sick because they would because I didn't want to go out doesn't mean anything. Uh, shit. Anyway, get back. Hey, to- you you made your bed now. Lie in it. <laughs> I wish I could. It'd probably feel good. Anyway, all right. So anyway, with that, what have you been playing? Um, actually, just three games. Um. I didn't get as much gaming done as I would like to um, this past weekend and week. Um, shit happens. But Gears of War 3, like normal. Um, of course, I picked up, as I said uh, on the uh, last one I was going to be picking up, Gears of War Judgment. 
I don't know if I should just do my own segment on this <laughs> or just talk about it now. Uh, but might as well just talk about it now. I mean, I pretty much call it <laughs> Halo Call of Gears. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Um, I, I, where do I even start? The story I'm playing it so far, and it's it's uh pretty good. Um, I mean, you know, it's it, they did change a lot of things. Uh, like uh, the way, like instead of just going to the next story, it's like you you can always click out of it. Like you have to hit up to continue, so you can go back and look. Which is kind of cool, but it just doesn't fit in the gears world. But to me, I can work with that. You know, like I said, sometimes when you change little things, it necessarily don't bug me. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like X to leave the area, or or like right when you get done with a fight, it ends the the um. Like a like it might be like a cutscene or something, and then that's it. Like you don't have a chance to still look around. Well, in this uh-huh. one you have to get up on the D pad to continue, and it tells you that you have to be in this certain area. Kind of like uh, <clears throat> I know you didn't play it, but kind of like Mass Effect uh, Three, where it was kind of like uh, when you were on missions, you could either teleport out right away, or, or could stay and uh, investigate more. Yeah, so I mean that's kind of cool because now I, now I was playing. Uh, with three people um, I, for the first chapter. Because instead of just chapters, it's pretty much like, okay, so you're starting off. I'm not going to give nothing away. But, like, everybody knows the game's about how Bear was it's supposed to be, like, say he was a traitor or something. I didn't know that. I don't fall here, so. That's true, I don't. <laughs> like, so each chapter so far has been a testimony from one of the four members of your of the Kilo Squad. Mm-hmm. So, the first testimony was Baird, and I played like three people with that one. And then the four, the second testimony was Sophie, I believe her name is. And um, I played with four people through that. We were pretty much picking cog tags along the way. Now, see the the first chapter, I didn't really notice the symbol for the cog tags. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like thinking, oh, maybe they don't have any. And then, uh. Brother was playing, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I've already picked up a few of those cog tags." And I was like, "Well, shit!" So once we got done playing, as far as we got, I went back and um, went started going through the first chapter to pick up all the cog tags that I missed. So I'm pretty much caught up to where I was, where I mean, what I need. Uh, that's you moving furniture. No, I heard that too. It was outside. I just closed the door again. Oh, well, I heard the door closing. <laughs> oh no, it was like a high pitched squeak sound. I was like, hear that. Anyways, yeah. anyways, so anyways, it gives you the option to once you're done with that area, you can try to find these tags. You know, if you missed them, uh-huh. kind of cool. But multiplayer is a mess. Oh, before I go to multiplayer, let me finish something. Then there's other things called declassifieds. So, like I said, you're do- giving a testimony of what's going on. So. You know, it seems like we've had so much problems lately with our recording again. It's been 50 episodes since we had any technical issues, and then the last, I don't know, handful, it seems like we always do. Anyway, I had a problem with the mic, and then the recording stopped, and um, I should be sounding a lot higher quality now. I think it's ever since you moved over that you've had problems with the recording. That's true. Well, I'm still trying to tweak my internet to work right. Some days it doesn't work right, some days it does. I don't know. But uh, this was actually a user error, and I apologize for that. For the first seven minutes, probably um, my mic itself was probably low quality. Uh, I, I checked back; I sounded okay. So I'm just we're just gonna leave it and move on. But yeah, so uh, I was saying about gears of ju- war judgment. Um, so there's these things called declassifieds. You start; you have to click on them before you start the that area. And pretty much, so like I said, you're giving a testimony. Um, so each spot, either you can just go through the game and just play it, or you can get all of what happened, uh, by clicking these, these classifies. Like it will say like, um, uh, the, uh, locust, I, I'll just use this one cause it doesn't really give anything away from the story. It's just the locusts were, um, using some kind of cover. They were, it was, they made like a lot of dust in this area and it was hard to see and they attacked us up close. So. If you accept it, 
you you know you go through and then like when you go into that area it's like there's like a fog or sand or something just flying around the whole room and the locusts are trying to attack you up close you know but it's hard to see them as mm-hmm. they so but if you didn't click on that then they would still come at you but it would be different interesting like but like if 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 you ask me when you go into the area it should automatically give if you, if you're doing a testimony thing and then it should maybe a, a quick cutscene where or, or or like how it says like you, you got your characters there bear starts giving his testimony okay so blah 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 happened and then it should just happen i don't think it should give you the option of wanting to do it or not yeah i mean i guess i can kind of i mean i don't see why they did it but at the same time i can see I I don't know. That's just to me. If it's for the full story, why would I need to choose to hear the full story or not? You know what I'm saying? It should automatically just be part of the game. Yeah, that's true. Just it doesn't make sense. It just makes more work for them to do it that way. Well, yeah, and I mean, so the other thing too is they have this thing where you can earn three stars, and it's depending on the kills you get, the headshots, if you got a ribbon in the middle of you know. If you unlocked a ribbon while playing, um, also if you did the declassi- declassified, if you didn't, it'll give you a lot of points to get these three stars. And like you would try to max out like three stars for each. That'd be the best for each area, which I think that's kind of stupid too. Mm-hmm. But on the multiplayer, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Overrun is pretty cool. The only thing wrong with Overrun, and I said this about the beta, it's the same thing. Um. It's more designed because it goes by time. Like both teams could get to the the final stop, which is a generator. Like if you're a locust, you're trying to stop blow up the generator. Mm-hmm. You switch when, when, when you're human. You you try to stop them. You don't stop them. It switches over, and now you're the locust, and, and they're trying to stop you, and you're trying to get to this generator. Mm-hmm. Well. Say you both get to the generator, it, what it does is it goes by whose time is the best. Mm, that's kind of weird. Well, not really. I mean, it's who got there the fastest. I guess, yeah. The other, but, like, say if, say if okay, my team gets to the generator, and then now I'm supposed to stop them, the locusts from getting to the generator, and we stop them, like, say, because, like, there's three different parts to get to the generator, mm-hmm. stop them on one of them, then that means I win because we got further. Okay. Yeah. Either if you end up both to the generator, both teams, and it just goes by who did it the fastest. That's interesting. Instead of giving both team points, you get. Well, no, we still get points. Well, you know what I mean. Match. Yeah. No, no matter what, you're going to get experience points for what you did. Well, I meant I meant the match, not points. <clears throat> yeah. Well, um, I don't. Know, I think it's because it's more like who strategized better to get to that to get the job done. Yeah. No, it's an interesting concept. I mean. Like most games where they do that, where they have the you know defending versus uh, attacking, it's usually you know if you get there, you still get the win, get a win, and, and then it's like best of three or something. Yeah, well, see that that that's cool. You know that's yeah, kind of cool. Problem is, is the weapons they have for the cog, like I said before, are still weak. Oh, uh, one of the strongest weapons, and I apparently if you learn how to use it, it works a lot better because I found someone that used the, the Busca. Well, I, you know, like I said, it, it was like a, supposed to be like a bazooka kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's called Busca. And if you know how to use it right, apparently it works really well because I played against someone the other day that knew how to use that damn thing, and I, we were getting tore up by it. We <laughs> ended up winning, but that one guy knew how to use that Busca really good. Yeah. Um. The other thing is, like, I kept complaining about that weapon and the sniper rifle, like how it just doesn't seem to be in the world of gears. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's their weapons from the UIR, and the UIR were the people that were fighting the cog prior to, um, you know, the emergence day. Mm-hmm. If you're a Gears of War fan, you know about the Pendulum Wars. And you knew the Pendulum Wars was us, the COG, Army, and the UIR. So, it kind of, I kind of relaxed on why those weapons were so stupid because now it makes sense why they were there. Yeah. They were using weapons from the other side of the country or the other side of the world of who they were fighting, you know, from a different country. Mm-hmm. 
So I kind of, you know, that was whatever. So, I mean, the only thing, the only problem I really, main problem I have with Overrun is I think that they need to upgrade the weapons for the COG. Or at least give them a grenade because once once they get to the point where they can get bigger locusts, they're really hard to stop. And you have nothing that can really, like, be, get a bunch of them clustered together, you can throw a grenade and maybe do some damage. No, we don't have grenades. We only have a bushka that <laughs> you got to hope it's them perfectly, otherwise it just does a little bit of damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, now survival. Survival is supposed to be what took over Horde. Survival is basically overrun, except for you get waves of enemies. It's really, it's just, I'd rather play overrun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Horde. It's, I'm not even going to waste, that's enough time on that. Put that <laughs> Multiplayer. You don't even play Cog versus Locust. Really? It's, it's Cog versus Cog. One team is blue and one team is red. Oh, just, that's why you call it Halo. Well, that and the way they have the weapons. The weapons, same thing. You can only have two weapons, like in Halo. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, the only thing that's different is you're not jumping around and you don't have a shield. Oh, yeah. But, I mean... It's it, you can only hold two weapons the way they have the weapons set up, and then, like I said, it's red versus blue cogs. That's not gears. Yeah, that is not gears of war online, and it pisses me. It really pisses me off because I don't think Halo should adapt to things that gears are doing. I don't think Call of Duty should adapt to what gears is doing, and vice versa. Halo shouldn't be like Call of Duty. Call of Duty shouldn't be like gears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Halo is Halo, Call of Duty is Call of Duty, and Gears is Gears. There's, they, they should not be like, you know, changing shit up like that. And, 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 and uh, you know, I, 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 people keep saying let's play some multiplayer. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to play that. I mean, I probably will eventually again, but it's the point of, it's not what Gears one, two, and three have been. Yeah. Locust versus Cog. Why all of a sudden is it Cog versus Cog, a red team and a blue team? That doesn't make sense for that game. I mean. It kind of doesn't even make sense in Halo, but at the same time, it's... Well, it doesn't bug me in Halo, because that's just how Halo was... That's what I was going to say, that's how it's been. And and, and <clears throat> the player really had nothing to do with... other The story mode had to do with the Covenant and stuff like that. The multiplayer was just a fight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and the way the Covenant is, I think it'd be kind of harder to... Well, maybe not. Because they have what, the weapons. They probably could do a Covenant. Well, they... <laughs> Kind of did in the third. Was it Halo Three or was it Halo Reach? You can you can choose to be. I think it was started in three. Yeah, you can choose. Yeah, but either way though, it's just to me that's still just Halo Red and Blue, whatever. That don't bug me. You know, they even yeah. added free for all mode. Now I haven't played this yet, but um, it was pretty much everybody versus everybody, which is same thing like in Halo. Um. It just it, it bugs the shit out of me, and it's not that I don't like Halo games. It's the fact that that is it's it, why would I not want to be fighting the locusts? It doesn't make any sense. Um, another thing is um, they have okay. They, starting in Gears Three, they had skins for your gun because like they were sh- like they were showing like how Anya at the beginning she was customizing her gun. She put a, the gear symbol on her on her shotgun or on her lancer. Yeah. Okay, so that didn't bug me. It was kind of weird to see skins for the guns, but whatever. It, it wasn't that big of a deal. But now they're trying to do it for the for the characters. You can um, they have like a mummy skin, a zombie skin. They have a, a oh. rain. Um, and it's for the characters. It's changing what the armor's supposed to be like. They have this glow in the dark skeleton one. Well, they, they have they weren't like a skeleton face, and the and, and and it's all painted on their armor. That's a Halo thing. That's something that you see in Halo and stuff. Or, excuse me, um, Call of Duty. And oh stuff. yeah, I it, and it drives me insane. It drives me that why they added that in there. Well, I mean to, it, that shouldn't necessarily bug me, but I think it bugs me so much is because the way they changed the red versus blue multiplayer. And and the thing is, you know, you have. When you have a set series uh, like Gears of War that has had three games in the main series, and they've all been similar. I mean, they they haven't all been the same, obviously, but they've all been similar. 
And then you have one that kind of it's by the same company but changes so much it just it doesn't make sense. It's yeah. been kind of like what you were talking about with Assassin's Creed, what was it? Uh Relations. Yeah. See, this is, you know, yeah, remember this game was made without Cliffy B. And it was a studio um people can fly. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, something like that. Um it, I I don't know. I mean, like you see how popular Gears is, you see what the multiplayer is and you're going to just drastically change it so much. You know, I almost say that they're going to fix it. I I'm going to say that they probably won't. You you don't think so? You don't think they're the kind of company that would? I bet you they're going to leave it the way it is. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I just see certain companies as, you know, if they're if enough customers complain about it, they're going to change it. They're going to fix it. I thought that they were that kind of company, but I you know them better than I do. I don't really I haven't played the Gears games, so. Yeah, I I I um <sighs> What about the, but so overall, do you think it's worth a pickup for Gears fans? If you want to get a more st- into the story mode, I-, I would say pick up for the story mode. Um, there's also this another mode that I just unlocked, but I'm not going to play it until... I-, I think it might not matter, but then again, I th- after watching the trailer, it kind of pissed me off. The only reason why I watched the trailer for it was because you get an achievement for it. Mm. And I kind of wish I didn't because... because Well, I'm not going to get into why. Well, basically, spoiler. So, in Gears 3... There's a part where Baird and Cole take off to try to get some backup. They they get sent off. This is like around the time, you know, um, um, Marcus, Dom, Dizzy, Chase, or Jace, I should say, Anya and Sam, they go off to try to get some emulsion. Or some some um, gas or something. I forget exactly what they were. They were, they went to, uh, and that's around the time also that um, Dom dies. Oh yeah, they're they're all they're away this whole time. This is supposed to be a filler of what happened while they were off doing their thing. So okay, that's a good thing. And I it, but I'm gonna wait to finish the the regular story before I do the aftermath story. That, I think, is really cool. They added a filler. In all honesty, that could have been some DLC for Gears of War 3. And honestly, it should have been. Yeah. What, what did Baird, Baird and Cole do when they had to go off and do their thing? Yeah. Um, but I haven't played that yet. Characters. I'm hoping we'll see who, if they have some more DLC characters for it. But they don't even have Dom as a starting character. Oh, um, wow. That's my favorite character. You know that. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't make sense why they wouldn't have him, and they would have Marcus. I haven't ran into Marcus in the story mode so far. If I don't even know if I will, because it's not focused around Marcus, but he's one of the characters in the multiplayer. Uh huh. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's my kind of a rant. I was thinking about doing a, a podcast, like a, a special, because um, I have some other friends, uh, Miles, who's you know the sub knight. <laughs> Oh yeah, to uh, talk about it, and I believe my brother did, and we'll try to get a couple of Gears fans to jump on there, and we can try to discuss it. Um, but it'll be a separate, own separate podcast. I was thinking about doing, but we'll work on that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I, I'm with it. I mean, the story mode so far is good. I'm not gonna say it's not. I mean, there's still stuff that kind of annoys me that there's locusts that were in that are in Judgment that weren't in Gears One, and it's supposed to be a prequel. Oh yeah, well that's <laughs> there's like no I meant like there's like locusts that were, that came in later on. Well, that's kind of like you remember in Halo Reach, it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. And, although then again, the enemies not necessarily, but yeah. But then they, they but they, okay, so but but okay, so they have enemies from the first one. I mean, uh, they came on in later games in in this Judgment. But then there's a locust in there called a rager. Now, let's say explain what happened to to this. He's not in no other game. This is a, a locust they made just for this game. Yeah, see, that's what they did in Halo. They didn't bring back old ones that were from the later, but they added ones that never were there. 
Wait, which Halo are you talking about? Uh, Reach. Which enemies? I, I don't I don't know their names, but I remember... Because um... it was still the Covenant. No, it's still the Covenant, but I'm talking about types of the Covenant. Oh. Well, um... What's it called? Uh... But yeah, so like, you know... Like this, this there's just locusts decided to only be there the first beginning of the invasion, and they just disappeared. And I really wish they. Another thing is, I hope they explain why he can do what he can do. I mean, if you played the beta or multiplayer, you know he's called a rager because he can. He has a sniper without a scope, which is stupid, and he can. Um, he'll he like he rages out, gets all big and huffed up. And he just goes crazy. He just knocks you down with like one hit. Oh, okay. He wasn't in the other game, so did he just go extinct after this game? Yeah. Try to stick with the story here, guys. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's the lore. We all know how I feel about fucking with lore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things, and that that's a lot of people. I mean, you know, even though Gears is a uh, first-person shooter, it's come a long way in bringing. St- good story into first-person shooters. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think that that's one thing that they... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Third-person shooter. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Not first-person. Uh, but, you know, they brought a... They brought storyline a long way in shooters, I should say, in general. And to not keep with the lore is kind of weird. Yeah, so, well, you know, I'll... I'll uh... Keep you guys updated on my progress with that, and I'll let you know if I, if I well, will. It's a matter of when I'm going to get it, be able to get it done. I'm hoping that it'll be like Gears Two was for you, and you didn't like it at first, but then they fixed a few things, and you liked it. <laughs> they bring out locusts to fight with, and I don't know. Yeah, uh, I know. So finally, I haven't beat it yet, but I'm still playing it. God of War Ascension Gears came out and kind of slowed that up. Um, that's another game that I really felt like they messed with the lore of it and the way he fights and trying to add shit that wasn't in any other game. And it's supposed to be a prequel to those games. It doesn't make any sense why they, why those abilities are there when they were, they're not in the rest of them. Makes it kind of annoying. Yeah. Unless they explain something like at the very end, he gets his powers taken away or whatever. Cause I mean, they the other, can... one thing is the block that has nothing to do with the powers. It's, that's it's the way he blocks, and then he hits X, and it's like he parries him or something, and it stuns him. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, they had the... I, I don't know. It's just... And then the way he grabs. He can grab people in all the games. No, in this one, he grabs them with his... With, with his... With his... um, With his weapons. It's and, just... Stuff like that drives me freaking nuts. <laughs> and with... The, the way they try to make the game, like, with the puzzles and st- certain things, it's just like, you got to be kidding me. This has nothing, it doesn't feel like, it's, I hate. I just hate when they make a game that's so awesome, and then they make a prequel or something, and it doesn't feel like the same series. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I'm having fun with it. I am having fun with it. It's just my, some things that are annoying me. Um. Uh, but I'm I, I'm I'm I'll probably play some I might even play some more right when we get done here. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I don't know. I might I want to play games, but I gotta go chase my mom's birthday, so I, I gotta leave pretty soon after we're done. Who's about that? I know. Who cares, mom? It's not like she listens to my podcast anyway. Real. Uh, so that's it. So I'm gonna move on to what's coming out for the week of three thirty one to four six. That's March thirty first to April sixth. Um, Defiance. For the PC, PS3, and the 360. Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, uh, Razor Ramon. Oh, excuse me. Razor's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling fans would get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, shoot. Three. Razor Ramon's so big, even non. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was his finisher. was called the Razor's Edge. Ninja Gaiden 3. Razor's Edge for the PS3 and the 360. Star Wars: The Old Republic, a game that I wanted to keep playing, but people flaked out on me. I my account no longer works, so that's the reason I didn't play after it started going free. That, huh? Your excuse prior to that? Uh, you didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> 
I uh, I saw my account paid for before after you had stopped yours. I never stopped mine actually, and sadly, Rise of the Hunt Cartel. Uh, also, oh, go ahead and finish the last one or the last two. Sim City for the Mac, and this one is a question, I guess. It's set to come out, uh, Aliens. Uh, Colonial Marines for the Wii U, but I saw the story, which I didn't put in my stories, but um, uh, I saw it, that it might not come out for the Wii U, but it, so it's, there hasn't been an official yes or no, so we'll put that a question mark. We'll say, Aliens Colonial Marines for the Wii U? (laughs) Um, I just want to add this real quick. This was actually, it was, it's released this week, the current week, um... But it it's not on any of the lists, and uh, I thought I'd mention it for anybody who actually still plays it, or for people who are still interested in it and don't play it anymore. Final Fantasy XI Seekers of Adulin. It's the, what is it, the fifth expansion for uh, Final Fantasy XI. I had no uh, idea they were still making expansions for this game. I, I mentioned that last week. Oh, did you? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, well, I wasn't here. Okay, well, you mentioned it last week, so... Then I'll just talk about it real quick. I uh, I didn't know they were still making expansions for this game. It's kind of crazy that they're coming out with a fifth expansion. Was it the, the something decade quest or something? What do you mean? What it was called? The, the, let's see. Hold on. Let me see if I let me pull up the show notes from last week and I'll tell you what, exactly what I'm talking about. But, but go uh, ahead. Yeah. Okay. So they add two new jobs, which is crazy. Rune Fencer and Geomancer. And. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. I know they have a uh, very dedicated following, so I'm not surprised. But but um, at the same time, it's uh, pretty it's pretty cool actually. It's a really good game. Let's see. Um, yeah, I don't have any more to fill the silence. Uh, if you pre-order, you get a pre-order bonus of. Is Collector Seekers Edition is the fifth. Uh, uh, fifth whatever in the decade story, the decade strong online role playing series. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came out in two thousand. Why? Oh, in Japan. Okay, I was like, it didn't come out here then. <laughs> but in oh seven or something. Oh eight. Huh? Did it come out like in oh seven or oh eight? No, it was before that. No. Yeah, I'm looking right now. It first came out. It came out the same year as World of Warcraft. Um, released, released, released dates, 2002 in Japan and 2004 in America. What, which was the Final Fantasy that was on the Xbox? Was um, that? this one. Oh, uh, on Xbox 360? Yeah. Yeah, this one. Okay. It didn't come out in t- on Xbox 360 till 2006. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, okay, that's why. So yeah, 2002 in Japan and 2000. Oh, I'm sorry, 2003 in America. I'm not playing it, so I don't care. No, but it's it's still an awesome game. It's still if if they go free to play, I would probably go back and play. All right, so that's it for what Patrick's been playing and our uh, what's coming out. We will be right back. Life is like a back from our break and we have an awesome story to start with and patrick yep announced at the world of capcom capcom (laughs) 
Sorry. There will be a new DuckTales title. Stupid. (laughs) DuckTales Remastered will have authentic character voices from the TV show. Um, So, from what I understand, it's going to be due out this summer. We'll have the trailer on our show notes. This looks amazing. I I cannot wait. Uh, It will be out on Xbox Live, PS... uh, And... and yeah, well, it's funny because I said PSN, knowing typically that it's, that's what it's called. But I, I'm reading the word PlayStation Network. That's why I put it off. And the eShop for the Wii U. Uh, this, like I said, this summer it's developing by uh, Way Forward Technologies. I guess they're the ones that also brought you Blood Rain Betrayal, which I never played. But uh-huh. um, pretty much, it's uh, it's remastered. So I believe it's going to be the same as the NES game. The difference is, um. It's going to have voices and talking in it. I, I'm thinking that pretty... And it's going to be, like I said, the original voices. So what I think that they did was like where you would be reading things in the game. Because you got to remember, 8-bit, they didn't really always... You, you, you didn't have people talking to you. Yeah, you know? not at all. So well, the, instead of it being read, where, you have, I mean, where the words come up and you have to read what they're saying, they're actually going to do the talking. Now... Now I, I think that's how it's going to be. Don't don't. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm guessing they're going to do. They're probably going to do. Uh, you know those one shot cutscenes. Yeah. Where they're not moving cutscenes, but they, you know. Maybe I don't know. Its level background will also be based on scene from the show. The other thing is, it's all been. Um, it's the 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 background and all that. Uh huh. Is all uh, hand drawn. Okay. That's so, awesome. Like how you know, kind of like how they would have done it in the cartoon. Yeah, I think that is just completely awesome. But yeah, it says Capcom explained that all the art for the game is hand drawn, and that the team by Way Forward used the original NES Ducktales title as a blueprint for the new version. Okay, so it's not a re it's it's not a remaster. It's actually a remake. That's cool. Um, well, it's remastered, but I mean, they. Like I said I think it's. They just took what the levels were, and it's going to be the same in the in the remastered, I, but with but instead of like just trying to make it HD where it still looks just kind of the same, just the graphics look a little better. Yeah, that's true. They they changed the whole. It's going to be like the same story. It's still going to be the same villains. Still, and there all that stuff. So it's like is is that they redid? You know, they hand drew the the levels like a cartoon that you're playing through. So it's like a half remake, half remaster. That's cool, though. I mean, I like that. <clears throat> um, the only looks just awesome. Yeah, I mean, the trailer. Yeah, I uh, Patrick actually, I heard about this uh, yesterday, but I didn't watch the trailer till the break just now, and I'm I was sitting there like, dude, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> this was one of my favorite games. Yeah, well, I uh, never had an NES. I did play this a couple times, but I never had any NES. Um, so I never played it too much, but I do remember liking it a lot. Yeah, this. You know, just an awesome game. You know, game they need to remake like this though. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers for the NES. <laughs> that would be awesome. That game was awesome. Anyway, all right. Uh, next news story. So, um, Piston is creating the first ever Steam box and goes up for pre-order, and the pre-order opens at one thousand dollars. Um, you can get it right now if you. I, I should say if you pre-order, you actually get it for nine hundred. Um, this is actually not associated with Valve, and it takes the uh, big screen mode and puts it into a console, basically. Um, now, before you, before people are like, "Wow, why would anyone spend that much on a on a um, console?" Which actually, I do agree. Why would anyone spend that? But it actually has a 128 gigabyte SSD hard drive. Um, 8 gigabytes of RAM and 3.2 quad core processor. The hard drive is upgradable and check this out. The hard drive is upgradable to 512 gigs for an additional $750. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. And here's my problem with this. Okay, it's really cool that they're offering a small little box that you can play all your Steam games on and it's a very powerful that you know you should be able to play all your Steam games for the next for for the foreseeable future. Uh, I'd give it at least two three years before you start having to worry about settings. Um, but here here's my problem: 128 gigabyte hard drive is small. 
Even a 512 for, for a, a console that you have to install everything on is pretty small. The second thing is that someone could spend 1000 to $1,500 on a laptop and would be... You could hook it up to your TV and you could use your controller and you'd have a laptop also. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, um, this is not something that I think will turn out to be that good. I think if someone could come out with a budget Steam box, something that works good with all the games, makes them look pretty good for, say, $400, $500, then I think it would be worth it. But not this. Um, so anybody interested in, in playing Steam on their TV, take their $1,000 and buy, buy yourself a laptop that has HDMI out, get yourself a Bluetooth or um, wireless controller and play that way. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, any all TVs now are going to have that HDMI put in the half uh, if they don't a lot of them come with the damn you can hook up the um the screen to the laptop anyways yeah you know what's and, that, i don't that pc cord i don't know what the hell it's called but you yeah. know what i'm talking about and pretty much all laptops pc hookup yeah all pretty much all laptops these days have hdmi out yeah so even even the cheap uh well not cheap but about desiree chromebook uh in the it's 200 hundred dollar chromebook that has hdmi out granted yeah. that thing couldn't play games but you know what i mean no i know what you mean so, uh, yeah, not recommended, but there you go. There's the news story. Um, I'm actually going to just uh, – my next few stories, you know, you have one in between. Yeah, I'm just going to combine I just, them. I just realized uh, that. That, that was my whole idea. Yeah, I just realized that. Go ahead. Uh, but um, so Rock Band's final uh, – the final song that will be uh, for download on April 2nd will be American Pie by Don McLean. Uh, in a related <laughs> to Rock Band, Rock Band has hit 130 million songs for download. Wow! And yeah, and I quit playing Rock on Rock. I never even got Rock Band three, so I just got to the point where I mean it was fun, and I did. But I got to the point where it's just like uh, you couldn't get enough people to play all the time, and everybody wanted to play the same thing, and it was just like, eh. and I just said screw it. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy though. 130 million songs. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, all right. So check this out, Patrick. In in typical EA fashion, uh, Battlefield 4 uh, reveal event coming March 26th. EA says. Uh huh. In other words, EA says, yeah, we're gonna announce that we're making Battlefield 4 officially on March 26th. <laughs> okay, this is after when uh, last year or the year before, whenever it was, when Battlefield 3 came out, that unofficially they came out like a month later and said, yeah, we're working on Battlefield 4. So now they're now they're going to finally reveal it after a year of it already being basically known. They're going to finally reveal it in, on March 26th. So, uh, and actually that'll be by the time, the day this comes out. So, it's just kind of funny. They're like... You know, you could you can understand if it was like a rumor that it, it would be finally announced officially, but for EA to come out and say, "Hey, we're having a Battlefield 4 reveal on March 26th." Now, granted, I'm sure they're going to have screenshots, videos, gameplay, all that stuff, but it's kind of funny that they did it this way. Anyway, uh, all right. So, moving, moving on to the next news story, we talked about a price drop for Vita in Japan a while back. And um, how they had originally said this was not going to come to America. Well, in fact, uh, right now you can get the Vita for one ninety nine ninety seven. Um, however, it's not it's not apparent if this is a temporary <coughs> excuse me a temporary price drop or a permanent one. But I'd guess for a permanent one. Uh, also, it seems that the three G model, which sold hardly any units compared to the Wi Fi model is going to be phased out, but most likely. And you're only going to have the Wi-Fi version. Which, in America, it makes sense. Um, the way data is handled in America, the way people use their data, it just doesn't make sense to have a 3G model of the system. And more expensive. It's $100 extra for the console, and then the data itself is really expensive. See, in Japan, it wasn't that the data was cheaper in Japan, but it was that you could do anything you want, on a set amount of time on your Vita. So you knew, you know, oh, I'm paying by the hour. So no matter what you did, you're paying by the hour. If you're checking an email, 
that takes five minutes, that's the same amount as if you're playing a game that takes five minutes. In America, I guess you could say if, if you don't play a lot of online games and it's better, but at the same time, if you play only online games, which is what the system's for, then you're going to use up your data a lot quicker than you would in Japan. You know what I mean? And besides, in Japan, they're all about the interconnectivity and everything, so it makes more sense. In America, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. So it it anyway. So long story short, if you're looking to get a Vita while it's still pretty new, um, now might be a good time because it's uh, under two hundred dollars now, and it it's yeah, um, it's a good system. That's for sure. Awesome. Yep. I, I've oh, want a Vita, but yeah. I just haven't been able to get one. And one last thing I forgot is uh, the price drop is not part of the UK. The UK still has the uh, uh, $300 equivalent price. Jeez. Yep. Um, There will be a season pass for Injustice Gods Among Us, uh, which will be four characters and some skin packs. Um, I don't know how much it costs. Um, I would think that it wouldn't be the same as the 20 like i paid 20 dollars for the season pass for gears of war but you know you're supposed to be getting a lot more multiplayer you get a lot of stuff with it yeah you know i mean, what I'm with, saying? so like if you're only getting four characters and some skins i mean to me that should only that should be like a 10 dollar season pass it depends um if the characters depending on what they what they offer if they're like hey check it out we're gonna give you like each character comes with their own stage and unlock this and that for that character, then I can see them charging, you know, like, uh, for four characters, I could see them charging like 10 or 15 bucks, yeah. But if it's just characters and skin packs for those characters, then I could see them charging no more than 10. Yeah, um, I actually know the characters. Um, oh, they've already announced the characters, huh? You want to not renounce that, or? Yeah, go ahead. I guess it's just DLC characters for a fighting game, so. Yeah. Um, crap. Crap? He's gonna be in it? Yep, crap is gonna be in it. I just lost where the, I just lost the story. You know, we really need to have, um, a, a, a podcast. Or oh, here it is. Okay, go ahead. I'll say it after. Okay. So the four characters are gonna be the Martian Manhunter, Lobo, Power Girl, and Brainiac. And the costumes are going to be Flashpoint Aquaman costume, Flashpoint Wonder Woman costume, Flashpoint Destro costume. Some of these costumes, I think, are going to be stupid. Like, there's one, like, if you pre-order by a certain time, you get it for free. And it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be Superman, a Wonder Woman, and it's and I think for Solomon Grundy, uh, if, they were, if they were from, uh, it's called the Red Sun Pack. And it's supposed to be like if they were Russian or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I want to make Superman and all these guys Russian. I mean, nothing against Russian people. I don't care if it was the China pack or the, you know, yeah. the Italian pack. It's just stupid. <laughs> like, to, oh, now, okay, so Solomon Grundy's going to run around with a, uh, what are those hats called they, they wear? I have no idea. But you I know what I'm talking about, about though, right? Yeah. Those, like, furry hats? Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, oh, he has that on his head. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There's also no. a zombie pack. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But, yeah, so, there you go. Um, no, I was just going to say, this is the kind of thing that makes me hate DLC. I mean, okay, I can understand adding characters and everything, but, you know, they put so much into these games, and I know we talked about this last week, and I, I really want to talk about it fully one time. That's why I was saying we should have a podcast dedicated to this. Um, or maybe one of those roundtable discussions we're going to start. Um, but about how companies just are are missing out on how to do DLC correctly. I mean, this isn't this isn't bad in any way unless they come out and like, "Oh, the season pass is 20 bucks." And then yeah, then that's, you know, that's pretty bad. But it's just they could do so much more with DLC. Uh-huh. Um, even a fighting game could do so much more than four characters and some skin packs, you know? But anyway, that was just a little rant I went on. Next news story. So inf- infam- in in infamous Second Son, which we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, will be a PS4 launch title, and the company has said that it will be shipping in fourth quarter 2013. So that is a basically a com- confirmation that P- PS4 will be out this year, even though we kind of already knew that. Yeah. Um. So there you go. Uh, Unless they decided for you to buy the games now, while <laughs> you're still trying to save up for the system. <laughs> Who did that? Was it was it the Vita that had games out a, a month? Before the console came out or something? Who was it? 
Who'd you say? I think it was Vita. Might have been. It was. It was one of the handhelds that the games came out like a, at least a couple weeks before the. Or was it did. 3DS? It might have been 3DS. It was one of those two. Yeah, I remember. I was like, "There's games." It was 3DS. I remember now. Cause I was like, "Well, you can buy the games. You can't play them." But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was 3DS. Yeah. Uh, um. Also, White Knight Chronicles and White Knight Chronicles Two servers shutting down. This kind of sucks, but I guess it's also my fault that I never got into the game that I bought or play or bought White Knight Chronicles Two. Um, basically, the servers were where you could go on on quests together. You could partner up. Uh, you could. Well, you've been talking about playing that game for like <laughs> forever. Well, you White never Knight, got, got White Knight back Chronicles. I bought White Knight Chronicles. That was the first PS4 game I, or PS3 uh, game I bought. I remember because. Remember on the PlayStation Home that never launched like they thought it was going to be, but you got that big ass statue, night statue, you exactly. could put in your, in your apartment. Yeah, and <laughs> White Knight and the game was uh, not broken, but it sure was not that not. It had a lot of problems. So White Knight Chronicles Two was announced, and they said that they're redoing the first game in the engine of the second game, and including it with White Knight Chronicles Two. So I really wanted to pick that up, and I never did. And I still might for the single player. Um, uh-huh. But basically, online you could also build a town, and then other people could come shop in your town and stuff. It was a really cool concept, but uh, again, they're shutting down servers, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Um, new Mega Man game in development. Will it get finished and released? Who knows? Seriously. They said that it's too early to release. At the same thing, at the when they announced the. Um, uh, DuckTales uh, remastered uh, at the World of Copcom. They announced that the Mega Man it has a new game in development, but it's too early to give out any information on it or oh, any, it you know, <laughs> screenshots or anything. So, you know, I mean, how many Mega Man games have we been told were coming out or Mega Man universes and, you know, granted, okay, they had Mega Man versus Street Fighter. And that wasn't even made by them, so... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not like it was an actual Mega Man game. I mean, I guess you could say it is, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, so, will it come out? Uh, I guess it's as good as mine. Yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll see. Uh, Capcom, you know, this could be a response to uh, all the fans kind of um, bad-talking Capcom. You know, saying... Well, I mean, look at look look at their track record. No, like I, I said, how many yeah. times they promised a Mega Man game never came out. Uh, no, let's not have DLC. Let's make you buy a whole the same game, but with three extra characters. But you have to buy the whole game. Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three or Ultimate Street Fighter. Oh wait, we're gonna add some more characters in some. Uh, you could and uh, Chung Lee wears a shorter dress in <laughs> Ultimate Street Fighter Alpha. Oh, but wait, now we're going to add new levels. Ultimate Street Fighter Alpha 14. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Super Boner Edition. Wow. Yeah, well, it's I'm not buying that one. (laughs) Yeah, but what if it's called Super Boner Edition because all the females are just, like, smoking hot. And you know when if you beat with, if you win with them, then, you know, all you hear is bow chicken wow wow. And it just, it's on. Yeah. That is true. That is true. I might buy that one. Anyway, so yeah, Mega Man. Um, you know, the, the thing about Mega Man, uh, I, 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 I loved Mega Man. I loved, I should say, I love the concept of Mega Man. I know that sounds kind of weird, but um, I was never a huge fan. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I was never good at the original Mega Man games. <laughs> there you go. Well, again, I never had an NES, so I never had it at home to play. Oh, sorry. I never had it at home to play, so it was more like. I didn't have a chance to be good at it. <laughs> well, yeah. And um, um, if you want a good Mega Man Two story, <laughs> we'll put in the show notes the link to my uh, "What the Fuck" moments. Or excuse me, WTF? Sorry. Watch your length. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't cuss on this podcast ever. Uh, on my blog, I did a what uh, WTF? My personal WTF moments. Just a few of them. I'm going to add some more later. I do another post. Uh, but I have a good Mega Man 2 story in there, and I will put that in the show notes so you can uh, check that out. There you go. All right, moving on. Dungeons & Dragons, and actually this is another one I'm looking forward to. Dungeons & Dragons Chronicles of Mysteria coming to PSN, Xbox Live, PC, and Wii U. Wee wee! This is a port of 
that will combine the game Shadow over Mysteria and the Tower of Doom. Hella Doom. And basically, these were old school RPG or RPGs, uh, arcade games from well, uh, the like Sega Genesis era, Super Nintendo era. Um, and actually, I think they, I don't know if they had these exact games on there, but they had, um, uh, similar ones on the consoles also. And so I'm actually, uh, these were some of my favorite games when, when I was, uh, younger. So I'm definitely picking this up. It's kind of like, it's, it's, unfortunately it's not a a remaster or anything like the DuckTales, but it's another one I'm really excited about. Uh, developer calls out his boss at Deep Silver about Dead Island Riptide. So basically, Deep Silver came out and said, well, we can't put the Wii U... Um, I mean, we can't do Dead Island Riptide. It won't be coming out for the Wii U because it requires the team to rework the game for the platform. Well, one of the... Uh, one of the technicians pretty much said, well, they're full of shit. Oh, really? <laughs> that was a direct quote. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, or pretty close to it. They were saying, um, Chrome Engine runs on Wii U without any problems. We tested and confirmed that long, uh, that, that long time ago. Back in 2012, We, while it's true that Nintendo's latest console would be a new platform for us. There were simply no plans to develop a Wii U version, but the decision has nothing to do with a need to rewrite our engine. Why even say it then? I mean, why not just come out and tell the truth? Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe they were trying to take that route because, you know, I, I've just figured it wasn't coming out on Wii U because of the violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, I haven't played the Wii U yet. I haven't played that zombie U game like I want to. Uh, but so who knows exactly how violent that game is? But yeah. like, there's a lot of cussing in Dead Island Riptide, and heads getting chopped off. I mean, there's a difference between killing a zombie, you know, and shooting it or something, or stabbing at it, and it falls to the ground dead. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played Zombie U yet, so I can't give you exactly how that game goes. But I'm just how the typical Nintendo fashion with nonviolence mm-hmm. is. I'm pretty sure there's not cussing in it. Well, I don't know about cussing, but I know that uh, other Wii U games have had a lot of blood and gore. I don't know, not as much. I don't know if it's as much as your 360 version of those same games, but it's like it's, it's hella bloody and gory. But I mean, there are times where, like, if you chop someone's head off, it might be in slow. It'll slow, like slow the camera down. The head will start to fly off slowly, and you'll see some blood spurt out, like it would if you throw the knife. Yeah. Saying, yep, uh, stuff like that. I just don't see them necessarily doing on Nintendo. I mean, I, I'm figuring that's why. And instead of just saying, "Look, our game's too violent for for Nintendo," or Nintendo doesn't want to, you know, I guess maybe they said, "Well, oh, we would have to rewrite the game and change the change the engine and all this stuff." And that technician was like, "Don't blame us. We did the right. We did it right." <laughs> but yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll... Uh, yeah, that's sort of for the show notes too. I have it, the link. Obviously, you see that. So yeah. All right. Well, final story for the week: uh, the Final Fantasy X and X Two HD remakes or remasters, I'm sorry, are coming to the West this year. Um, they will be bundled for console, but separate if you buy them on the Vita. Um, I do not remember if this is a PlayStation exclusive or what. Um, or if I'm just reading this wrong, but uh, let me let me uh, yeah. So, so it's it's for PlayStation Three exclusive and the Vita. So on the PlayStation Three, they'll be bundled together in one um, pack and separate for the Vita. And they're based on the international version, which had more content than the U.S. version. So um, if you're a fan of that that era of Final Fantasy, which I beat the game, but I'm really not a fan. I never played X2 and never probably will. But uh, this it, it looks good. Uh, the, there's screenshots. You can just Google that. I'm not going to put them in the show notes. It's, it's not... I mean, they, they look good, but, you know, they don't look as good as today's games still, obviously. It's just a remaster. But, um, yeah, there you go. So if you're a fan of Final Fantasy X, then expect the remaster out later this year. 
And that's it for our news stories. Uh, I also like to throw an apology out there. I said I was gonna have a. Do you remember today? You said that two weeks ago. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I said we were gonna have one soon. That's true. But um, basically, I've been going through a lot of shit this week. Work, personal, money. <laughs> it didn't get done. So I will. We'll work on it this weekend for next podcast. I apologize. All right. Well, there you go. His apology. All right. I also wanted to mention um, a p- couple pieces of media that you will find in our show notes. The D&D Arcade uh, screenshots. Diablo 3 running on the PlayStation 3 video and the DuckTales um, trailer will all be in our show notes. Also, uh, as Patrick said, I will have a link to his WTF Moments post to, on his blog it's a really good read. I definitely suggest you check that out. I did want to add one more thing about our contest. Comment. Uh-huh. And comment. <laughs> yeah, and comment. I did want to add one more thing on our con- about our contest this week is um, basically starting next week, podcast 213, we will be announcing the winners, one winner for the next five podcasts. You will have to listen to win. That's right. You have to listen to win. Um... In order to win, you will have to follow our instructions as we announce the winner and read it live. So please, if you entered, listen to our next five podcasts, or actually listen to our next. Well, listen podcasts. to all of them, but but uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you, if you're interested in winning, then you if you want to win, yeah, and um, we're not going to tell you. You just listen to it. We're not sure exactly when we're going to announce it. it. Might be at the beginning. Might be in the middle. Might be at the end. Yep. Might be during the news stories, in between the news stories. Oh, by the way, um, so we'll also put all this information out on our Twitter page. And I will update the uh, contest page itself to reflect this also. Uh, And I do want to say thank you to all those who did enter. Um, We've had, uh, within the first 24 hours, I think we had 15 people enter, maybe more than that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so so thank you to everybody who's entered. Uh, again, we're working on a grand prize that I don't want to give anything away right now, but um, we're working on a grand prize that I'm pretty excited about being able to give away if, if it happens. Uh, if not, we will probably still have a grand prize, but it may be something like a gift card or, uh, I don't know, a coconut smile from me. I don't know. All right, that's it. Let's uh, tell people where we can get a hold of us, where they can get a hold of us. All right, so check it out. Our email address is kvgt04 at gmail.com. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. We are on Twitter. The show show Twitter is at kvgtpodcast. You can find me, my video game Twitter, at kvgtjeremy. My personal Twitter at Soul Scribbler and Patrick is at Big Solo Six Four. All right, and also check out our non-podcast related websites. My personal one is a writerstruggle.com, where you can find information about beca- uh, a career as a writer, and coming very soon a podcast for writers, and. Patrick's is patrickstots64.blogspot.com where you can it's see story. where you can see into Patrick's thoughts. Hell, he, my thoughts. Well, it is centered a lot around video games. It is not only about video games and you can find out a lot more on there. You can even find out about his personal life if you want to stalk him. Wow. <laughs> As for our friends, we have the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com and the series challenge where you can read all about everybody participating in their experiences with different series, you can go to nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com Don't forget to also check out extraplay.info nocorders.net superbudgebrothers.com and probably our least um, uh, publicized podcast that, that I should probably publicize a lot more is the Intrepid Audio Productions at beyondtheheadset.co Go check him out. Matt does a really good job over there. He's uh, He has three podcasts to date on that network uh, one's a sports podcast one's a video game podcast and what's the third one I know he does an interview He's... podcast too but I don't know wow that's pretty bad 
Well, that's true. You're bad for now. No, I think it is the interview podcast. I, knew, I know about the video game. I know about the sports one. I'm not and then sure he about does the an inter- interview podcast. That's the only separate. ones I've listened to. So. Well, he does, the interview podcast is a kind of a once-in-a-while thing. He doesn't do it on a set schedule. It's whenever he has interviews, he puts it on there. So there you go. Beyondtheheadset.co. Check him out. Check all those out. And check the rest of the Category, sports, video games, general, film and cinema, politics oh, and that's social right. commentary. That's- that's right, the movies and, and... That's why I said movies. I think it's a movie one. Okay, so he has four podcasts then. He has the three main ones and then the interview one. There you go, movies and uh, TV podcasts. Sorry, Matt, but he should have been up on his game on that. I figured it was a movie one, but I've only listened to your sports and I've only listened to your video game one. I've listened to all three. I just forgot, so blah. Anyway, that's I'm it for this... your sickness again. Yes, that's it for this week. Um... Again, check us out wherever we you can find us. Oh, and also, um, freaking Bubble Boy over here. Bubble, oh, also, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. If you have iTunes, please go rate us. We uh, ever since we changed over our feed, we we haven't received uh, very many ratings, and we could really use uh, some new ratings. So please go to our iTunes and rate us and leave comments. Good or bad? Hell, shit. Yeah, truthfully, tell us what you think for real. We're, we're not worried about bad uh, bad uh, comments. But yes. Oh, but leave your address if you do leave a bad comment so I can come kill you. I'm not serious. <laughs> all right, that's it. Have a good oh, week. Huh? Real quick, though, I want to say thank you to all the new people following us. Oh, yeah, following us and, and listeners and everybody who's, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had a lot of new followers this week, or not just this week, but this month, uh, both on Twitter and uh facebook and I, our downloads are up and everything's looking good thank you to everybody who's listening and we'll see you guys next week 